morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Malaga Drive Hoops betting podcast. And today is the return of Sarge. He returns only for Saturdays and Sundays now, but it is Saturday. We've got a nice little six gamer. Sarge, how you doing, bro? How was uh, the first official week? It was great. How was uh, recording this week? How many did you get done? Uh, I got four posted. I did five. And then it just, you know how sometimes Anchor won't upload it. And yeah. then I could have uploaded it later, but I was like, all right. But I, I went, you know, I did it almost every day. They're just way shorter because I have no, no one to bounce off of. I just like talk and then I'm like, okay, next one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, bro. It's just not nearly as fun. But it's been an okay week. It's been an okay week. We're actually, we're the hottest we've ever been. Um, I've had some like tread water days, but we haven't had like a outright losing day in quite a while. So I'm ready to keep it rolling, bro. Uh, we are 123 and 103 on the year, nine, eight units, 9.8 units. Yesterday, the prop saved me. Um, I had AO, easiest call ever. Obviously, it helped that Kobe and uh, Levine were out. I hit it before that, but that cash in like the first quarter, Tyrese barely got there, but he was one like stat away with seven minutes left. Waited till the last play of the game, he passes it to Danny Green. Pump fakes, takes like three dribbles. Wasn't even sure if he was going to get the assist. Got that. Uh, and then the Blazers obviously got cooked. Um, There's I, nothing I'm, you can do on that one, though. Like, that's just horrible timing of a trade. No, that was really tough. It was like 30 minutes after I locked. I still kind of – I guess I kind of convinced myself I still like them. But those pesky, pesky thunder, bro, like, they just grind. Um, and then Hornets, bro – Look, I, I really thought this Cavs team, I'd watched their two games without Garland. It wasn't good. It just wasn't good. I was on the Rockets in one of them. And the Hornets had lost, you know, two in a row, had some time off. I love the Hornets to, to bounce back, and they almost won. But that, that was also a nuts game. But, but Hornets Did you might. see the ending of that game? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I was watching it live, and I was so confused. I was like, wait, so the ball's out of bounds. Uh, Terry Rozier just shot a three, missed it. All of a sudden, we're getting three points, and there's two technicals, and there's a yeah. fourth goal. Where is this coming from? Yeah, I, so I wasn't. Wa- I was looking on the game cast because at that point I was like, "All right, Cavs won," but I saw Terry three pointer and a technical, and I was like, well, "How is that even possible? Like, what what happened?" Did so I don't know. Like, why was it a technical? Oh, you didn't see it. I saw like the Kevin Love thing, but I didn't see that. I didn't. Oh, see you got to watch it. It's insane. So what happened was Dean Wade touched the ball out of bounds on the baseline. So they ruled they they called the play dead, and then the ball like trickled out to Terry literally five or like seven seconds later, and Terry was r- shooting a three in the corner right by the Cavs bench just for fun, messing around, and they uh, counted it. No, and Ed Davis like tickled his his back as a joke, yeah. and like Darius Garland like swiped at him just as a joke. The ref comes flying in, starts going like this, doing the T symbol. And he starts counting it. But he was already out of bounds seven seconds earlier. So what were, the, what were they doing during the seven seconds? Nothing. The play had stopped. The ball had just, like, come around, and it finally got into the hands of, of Terry Rozier. I have no idea what you're talking about. I got to watch this. It's, it's absurd. The play was blown dead. Five seconds later, Terry Rozier shoots. But they counted it. Did they go back and look at it? The, the shot didn't even go in, by the way. The shot I missed. Saw, did they make a three the next possession? 
No, they counted the shot that Terry Rozier shot because he got tickled by Ed Davis, even though it was after the ball was ruled out of bounds. Some of the worst officiating you'll ever see in your life. <coughs> and and he got a technical free throw on top of that. For making contact with Terry Rozier, even though it was way after the play and they were just messing around. So they gave the Hornets four points when they were up by five. That's insane. It was absurd. It was the craziest sequence ever. I'll send it. I thought you were just purely talking about the Kevin Level last sequence, but I yeah, I gotta go through back back. And up. then to get on top of that, we don't have to drop Gordon Hayward's going for a rebound, he gets tackled. They don't call it. And then on the other end, Kevin Love gets the offensive rebound and they call a foul. It's like it was just really, really poor officiating yeah. at the end of it. It's a bummer when that but the Cavs battled and and you just see. Without Garland, that's a team that no matter what, even though, like, they, dude, their, their point guard is Seti, Seti Osman. Like, they just grind. And when you have yeah, a team that likes to play each other, play with each other, that plays hard consistently, like them and the Grizz, good things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. So, two and two. Uh, but we got a fun slate today. I've only locked one thing in. But, um, you know, excited to go through it all and then definitely excited for the props because – on first glance, I don't see anything. So I guess that's the one last question. I'm not even trying to put you on the spot, but uh, how much did you like? Were you able to watch when you got off work, or were you just kind of deep into it? I don't care. I'm just I had I had three that. dinners this week on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I watched Tuesday, and then yesterday I could, I watched almost every inch of every game. Like I was just locked in yesterday, yeah. but. Um, for the week, I would say I only watch really one or two days. That's fair, bro. That's fair. Um, we'll, we'll rock through it. First game of the day, Memphis Grizzlies, Orlando Magic. Magic grabbing eight today. Um, and for those of you that don't know, the Magic have actually – they're vibing right now. They're four and two in their last six. Um, even if they hadn't won some of those, you can just tell the vibe, the feel around the group is like, hey, we are – we're definitely building something. You see sometimes bad teams – they're just kind of wandering, and, and there's no real sense of direction. There's definitely a sense of direction here. And I know a lot of their wins, like Bulls without Levine, uh, Pistons, Mavs is a good one, um, lost to the to the Bulls again, and then the Pacers. Like, I know that's not an unreal resume, but they are not this pushover team anymore in my eyes um, at this point in time. But meanwhile, on the Grizzlies, again, that's just a team you never, ever want to fade. You never feel comfortable. This game could be tied at half, and the Grizzlies make one push, and it gets out of hand. So uh, I'd lean taking, taking eight, honestly, with the Magic, uh, just the way they're playing right now. Saturday, vibes will be high at, at Orlando, in Orlando, but it's tough. I, I haven't played anything yet, but I, I honestly – I lean Orlando. They're playing good basketball. You go down the line – Suggs has his shot doesn't go in a lot, but it looks comfortable. He's really he's all over the floor. Cole Anthony, Bomba, Wendell Carter's playing really good basketball. Gary Harris is coming off the bench. Franz Wagner's playing really well. Still hasn't hit a rookie wall. So um, for me, I, I just like the overall energy that they've got going going there, and I think they compete in this game. Um, I would rather take just the eight extra points. Again, Memphis could go on a run, but I think for the majority of this game, the Magic are going to play him tough. Yeah, I agree. I, I think in this one, if you're going to – and this is the wild part because, like, right when we stopped recording together, we were – you don't touch the – like, you don't touch anyone against the Grizzlies. You just don't bet against them. They're, they're too good. I haven't in a while. Yeah, they're the best team against the spread. 
maybe second best, third best. Either way, I mean, they're just – and they'll cover in ridiculous ways because they have so many dudes that can play. Like, I was watching the other day, and it was – it was uh, D'Anthony Melton coming out of nowhere, coming off the bench and going for, like, 11 points in, in yeah. like, a six-minute stretch. Yeah. They just have so many have guys so many that guys. come in and just rip. And the problem here is Orlando has sort of turned a coat corner since that Laker game um, where they were close the whole way, and then LeBron just turned at, at the end of the game, and they ended up winning by 10. But since then, they've looked really good, and I think Jalen Suggs has been a big addition for them, not only – um, on offense, but especially on, on the defensive end. He's just helped Franz Wagner out a lot with some help on guarding on the perimeter. So, um, and, and you need guys to guard the perimeter against Memphis with Jaw and, and Desmond Bain. So, where I you like leaning, bro. Where are you leaning? I, I lean Orlando slightly, especially I'm seeing eight and a half here on DraftKings. Um, I'm going to check Bovada yeah. to see what, what their line's at here. But um, I was gonna say, you're probably going to get eight and a half. Yeah, if it's eight and a half, I, I do like Orlando, but I just hate – I won't play it. Like, it's not a game where I'm going to lock it in. Um, it's just too sketchy against Memphis. But if I had to if I had to take a lean here, I, I would definitely lean Orlando slightly, just given the points. I, I don't think they're 11, 11 and a half points worse than this Grizzlies team, like, at this moment. I don't either. I don't either. And, and I think – but it is scary because, like, you see last game, right? I, I don't know how much of it you watched, but Desmond Bain shot four of 18, right, against the Knicks. That rarely happens. But then guess what? And, and John Morant shot nine of 27. But guess what? Zaire Williams shot nine of 11. Jaron Jackson shot eight of 14. De'Anthony Melton, like you said, four of six from three, five of eight from the field. So it's just like you might get an off night from this guy or that guy, but you go down the line, you have so many guys. But on top of all that, bro, I really don't think there's an 11-point difference. I think this gets to eight and a half in my book. I wouldn't be shocked at all. If you told me this got to nine, I wouldn't be shocked at all. So I, I like the I like the magic today. I like the vibe that they got going on. It's a long road trip for Memphis. I think they get a win here today, but I don't think it's going to be this blowout. I think but, the majority of the money here is going to be on Memphis too because for sure, if you're looking at this game as just a casual better or someone that just likes to put a lot of money on, on basketball – you're going to go to Memphis here. There's no shot you bet on a 12 and 41 Orlando team if you haven't really been keeping up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know 85% just, of the bets are on Memphis. Yeah, exactly. So, and that makes me like Orlando even more. 85% of the bets are going to yeah. be because the, that line's going to move to eight and a half and nine, like you said, and you just get a better number. So, if you are going to take Orlando, you might as well wait a little bit. Exactly. Um, all right. Next game, and that's what I think we'll do. We'll wait. Uh, but that game does start at two, our time. So, I uh, can't wait too long. All right, next game, the Suns and the Wizards. Um, I took the Suns first half minus four and a half. I think it's four in some spots, so even better. Uh, this is just a pure do not uh, – or a pure bet the Suns after a lost play. Um, you know, I the Wizards have kind of – the Wizards are in a spot where, you know, they really – they kind of bottomed out. They bottomed out. No Beal, lost six in a row, bottomed out. And then they finally got right against the Sixers. Now, I think they're going to – honestly, I think the Wizards are going to give a decent effort. I think they're all going to play hard. you got a million guys playing, no Beal. They know they all have to step up. I think they play hard today. But I just think this Phoenix Suns team, when they are locked in, they're, you know, against a young team, they're, they're just going to struggle. So instead of going the long route, I guess I could have done that. But I'll just take the Suns, who are off a loss, coming 
right into this game, trying to get back. I think they come out with intensity. They show up and they are up anywhere from six to 10 at half. Honestly, I, I just think, I mean, they lost one game all last month, you know, and then they, after that, they went into Toronto and, and beat Toronto, a good Toronto team. I just, that this is a team that no matter what, if they're on a lot off of a loss, I want to back them. Um, and that's what I'm going to do today. Similar to the Grizzlies. I love backing the Grizzlies off a loss, the Warriors off a loss, the Jazz when they're healthy off a loss, um, and the Suns are, are probably my favorite. Let me uh, – you can go ahead and give me your thoughts. I'm going to look up what they are against the spread uh, off of a loss. Yeah, I, I just really don't like betting uh, the Wizards here. Like, I, The Wizards are one of the least fun teams for me to ever bet because – I'll watch them one night and be like, all right, they look kind of decent. They like, you know, they're compete like that one game against the Nets earlier in January. Like, yeah. I was, wow. They actually look decent. Kyrie was playing in that game. I'm pretty sure. And it was like, wow, this team is, is kind of vibing. I know Beal was in that game, but then you go to another game where let me pull it up like, where they get hammered by the Celtics or hammered by the Grizz. Like they just, there's spots where you think they're going to hang in and compete and they just don't. And I feel like this is a spot where, at first glance, I'm like, all right, Beal is out. You got a really good Phoenix team who's rolling coming into town. Like, they should be ready to play. But uh, I just see Phoenix just really rolling here. I, I just – ten and a half is a lot of points. So, like, it's a ton it of points. But this Phoenix team is so good. I don't think people realize it, too. Like, even on their off nights when Dem Booker isn't shooting well or Chris Paul really doesn't have it and they, and they like, you know, they bring campaign in even though he's not going to play. Like, they – they just are able to cover spreads, and yeah. I'm just not betting Washington here. I don't think I have the balls to play Phoenix because – It's a high number. So it's, it's a big, big number, but I'm definitely not taking Washington in this game. Yeah. No, I, I think for me, the biggest thing is I'll point to the last two games after Phoenix losses. We'll, we'll move on after this. Uh, their last loss was at home against Miami. They got just outplayed, lost by 23 at home. Game after that, they go into a red-hot Toronto team and, and grind out a four-point win. It is very, very difficult to go beat that Toronto team, right? So they go do that. Cool. The game before that, or the loss before that, they lost. I, I know you remember this. Uh, it was like a day Sunday game against the Boston Celtics, and the Celtics cooked them up. Next game, they go into Charlotte, win by 34. So – I just think this is a team that responds really well off of losses. Let me even check. Let me check the game uh, they lost to the Warriors after that game. Um, they actually lost to Memphis at home. But, all right, regardless, I like Phoenix today. Um, and I, I think they get right against the Wizards team. That, to me, like, they're kind of in shambles. Like, I know they're, they're playing hard. Well. holiday, man. Yeah, they're, they're playing hard, but they're, they're in shambles. So um, we'll, we'll move on. I, I got the sense. Next game, Heat and Hornets. This is going to be a fucking great game. I'm excited for it, but I want no part of it. Uh, Hornets off three straight losses. Big, bad Heat coming to town. This is a game they get up for. They almost beat the Cavs last night. I think they'll be locked in, ready to go. But on the other hand, another team I hate to fade, the Miami Heat. Back at full strength. Lowry, Hero, Bam, Jimmy Butler. Uh, I know they won last game against the Spurs, and I think they might have won one more. But before that, they lost three straight. Trying to go get that one seed again. Um, I, I can see very, very valid, uh, you know, arguments on both sides. 
I could see the Heat winning by four. I could see the Hornets winning by one. See the Heat winning by two. I think I'd rather take the points here today, but I'm definitely not playing this. Uh, this is a great game. I feel like Hornet games always are. And I think this is not decided till the last minute or two of this game. Does PJ Tucker matter to you at all? Like, if he were to sit in this one, would that make a difference? He does matter to me. Does he matter to you? Yeah, he does a little bit. I don't know how much. He's a really, really tough player to put value on. But I think if he were to miss, I do kind of like Charlotte a little bit. Um, Let me ask you this. Would you rather – yeah, no, first off, I agree. Who's I would rather play Charlotte in this game. No, me too. But would you? who's more important, Duncan or PJ? I just think that's an interesting question. Honestly, probably PJ at this point because if Duncan's out, like Tyler Hero is going to be in there. He, I mean, let's be real. Duncan Robinson has not had the best year. And I, I get he's a little bit better than Tyler Hero on defense, but Tyler Hero can stroke the ball just as well, maybe if not better than Duncan Robinson. Maybe not like spot up, but like – creation and helping Jimmy Butler out like Tyler Hero getting more minutes is just better for this team I'm sure they'll start Gabe Vincent but Tyler Hero is just gonna get more run Duncan Robinson is nice he just hasn't had a good year like if you pull up Duncan Robinson's numbers this year I bet you they're like oh bro I completely agree you want to know who's leading the league in three-point percentage who BJ Tucker is he Uh, actually 47% 47% by a long shot. He's been yeah, Duncan's only shooting 36% from three. Yeah, I, I would say P.J. Tucker's more important. So uh, I was just saying that to say he is important in my eyes. Um, and I, if he's not there, I, I actually think that's a loss for the Heat. Not, oh, I'm not saying they'll lose the game, but that is a loss in terms of he's important to what they do. And his defensive presence, too, is obviously we don't have to talk about Exactly. So uh, for me, I'd rather take the points. I, I really do think this is going to be a grind of a game, um, but I'm, I'm not betting on it. I'm not betting on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I bet on it either. I just think Charlotte coming off that loss last night, maybe it's because I witnessed it. That was just a ridiculous, odd loss and just so many weird things going on. I think they're going to be ready to go here in this one. They don't have to go anywhere. They're still in Charlotte. you got a Miami team <clears throat> that they're going to be ready to go against. I just – I don't know, man. Three, they're, they're getting three at home. I just think this game it stays within five points, like, at most. And I think the most likely scenario is Miami wins by one or two or Charlotte sneaks one out by one. Yep. So, just – exactly with you, bro. Take the points. Yeah. Take the points. Um, all right, next game, your Lakers are hosting the New York Knicks. I uh, – spread is two and a half. And to me, that – to me, I like the Lakers. I, I'll, I'll be honest. But um, – there's a part of me, which, again, we've been doing this a while, and it just feels like, I don't know. The, I, I faded the Knicks. You look. They lost 93-95 to the Cavs. They actually covered. I faded them. I faded them in Miami, cashed. Faded them in Milwaukee, cashed. Didn't bet on that Kings game. Faded them at home against Memphis, cashed. So I've been fading New York. I just – I wouldn't be surprised if you see a an outlier good performance from them today and this game goes down to the wire. I would still rather take the Lakers minus two and a half. I don't think you can say the Knicks are better. I just don't. I don't think you can say that. Um, I've watched these Lakers games. I've actually watched almost all these Lakers games post-Braun with AD. Hawks won. They easily could have won that. Blazers won. They could not score, but the defense was good. And then the Clippers won. Uh, I actually didn't watch a ton, but you saw they were an AD floater away from winning that game. 
that would have been a big win. Clippers are good. So I just think especially off a loss, right? Like it'd be one thing if the Lakers were riding high and the Knicks had lost a ton, but I don't know. To me, I'd rather take the Lakers here. And I'm very curious because I don't think you've – I've heard you say you'd take the Lakers once this year. Um, and I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. I just – the Knicks suck. The yeah. Knicks suck. The Knicks suck, but do the Lakers suck too? <laughs> it's like they just do. I, I just – I think the problem here for me is this is such a get-right spot for the Lakers. Like, at home – they lost a brutal one to the Clippers. I know they beat the Blazers, but they lost a tough one to the Hawks. They lost a brutal one to the Hornets, too. Like, they, they got smacked by the 76ers. They just have lost a couple games now where it's like, man, we really should have won those, especially that Hornets game. I thought we were winning that one for sure. Um, the Hawks game, we were winning that the whole time. Hawks made a run, end of the second half. It's just – That was tough. This is a this is a and we fought back against the Clippers. We had no business being in that game. No business at all. We fight back. We're an AD floater away from winning it. This is a great get right spot. And I think the problem I have with the line is I just don't understand how you make the Knicks better on, on a neutral court. I, I don't see how they are. I, I I get they maybe have like a couple more pieces, but it's like RJ Barrett, Evan Fournier, and Kemba Walker. Like how much better is of that? Is, is the Malik Monk, Russell Westbrook. Like, I just think the Lakers are a better team at this moment because of Anthony Davis. And I'll just take him if you're, if you're going to say that the Knicks are better. The Lakers are at home. They're ready to go. This is a great get-right spot. I think you've got to take the Lakers here. I'm not touching the Knicks, man. Yeah. And I'm taking the Lakers just based off that line. That's the thing. No. I, I don't want to touch the Lakers either, but when you're making the Knicks – a, a, a favorite on a neutral court, even on, on DraftKings, it's like it's Lakers minus two. I don't know if you could give the Knicks a full point on where they suck. Yeah, most of the money's on the Lakers, though. It just – it has a weird feel because the books aren't stupid, you know? Like, there's there's some reason here that they're having the Knicks as slight – you know, like, sometimes when a, when a line – of mellow. I, I hope it's not. Like, I, I love Melo, but I don't know, bro. I mean, dude, Melo has been huge for us at scoring the ball. Like, uh, no, I we don't have anyone to score outside of Monk. And some of the games that we do win are because Carmelo Anthony goes like eight for 13 from the field, hits five of eight from three, and just, you know, hits some big shots for us. So, I, I, yeah. if it was because of Carmelo, like, if Carmelo was in, maybe you, they try to make the argument that it's, Lakers minus three. I disagree with that, but I guess like, yeah, I, it's Lakers or nothing for me today. I, I got to think on this one a little bit more, uh, but it's Lakers or nothing. I, I, again, like you said, just got the best player. They're at home. They're due for one of these wins. They've lost a bunch of close ones. I think you see a similar game to the Blazers game, honestly, where it's like Lakers are the slightly better team all game. At the end of the day, it's still undecided with five minutes left. And the Lakers, you know, are up a possession or two when we finally get to 24 seconds left. And then, and then the Knicks play the foul game and hopefully the Lakers make their free throws. But, um, yeah, I, th I just think that points to taking two and a half here with the Lakers today. All right, next two. These are, these are two games uh, I probably don't want any part of. But let's talk about it. Thunder going into uh, Sacramento today as six and a half point dogs. No SGA. No Aaron Wiggins. Uh, they have covered every single game. They have actually won 
I believe, every single game since SGA has gone down. Um, let me make sure. Yeah, beat Portland, beat Dallas, and beat Portland. Um, so, they're, they're again, we talk about, you know, you watch that team play. There's no real agendas. Ever, whoever's open shoots it. They play hard on defense, and they're pretty limited, right? They're not a great skilled team but they play really hard and they know all know their rules. So it works out and, and it keeps them from getting blown out. Um, the thing is here, just De'Aaron, but even if De'Aaron plays, like he hasn't played in two and a half weeks, I don't think he comes in and is just a monster, you know, right away. You get the rhythm back, get the wind back. I don't even know if he'd play 30 minutes. So um, I definitely think I'd lean the thunder here. I'm not impressed at all with this Kings team. They have random good games. Like, you know, they beat the, uh, Sixers, or they almost beat the Sixers, and then they beat the Nets at home. But, I mean, even that Nets team has lost seven in a row, and James Harden played awful. So I don't look at that game and say, oh, the Kings are back. Um, and then especially you get six-and-a-half-point dog, I, I do lean Thunder here today. Um, I didn't at first, but I, I do think six-and-a-half is, is just a little too much. Now, at the same time, the Thunder's luck could run out, um, but I, I'm leaning Thunder here today. What about you, bro? Yeah, this seems like a decent spot for the Kings, too. They're getting the Thunder on a back-to-back with no SGA where the Thunder won, uh, they got to travel. Not It's not a, you know, a super long way to travel. You still got to get on a plane and fly, fly to Sacramento. Like, realistically, I think <clears throat> it's too many points to give them. Like, Sacramento stinks. They're awful. Like, it, And without Deer and Fox, it's tough because you have Davion Mitchell, who is fine. It's, it's Davion Mitchell and Tyrese Halliburton passing it. I don't know what's going on with Rashawn Holmes, by the way. That's like a whole nother story. But that guy, for some reason, he's just not playing very much. And when he is in there, he's not involved at all. It's it's yeah. super odd. And they're putting Damian Jones into close some games. They'll close Bagley at the five. They'll close Harrison Barnes. It's just weird. Weird rotations going on in Sacramento. I, I don't fully understand it. Um, so just a lot of dysfunction going on. And now you're going to give them seven. I know they're at home, um, six and a half in some spots. I'm seeing seven on DraftKings. Oklahoma City is not that much worse. But then you – I mean, dude, they're starting Mama D.D. Akite at center. Trey, man, it's, they this is a – play hard, bro. They play hard. And and Trey, man, kind of scores. Josh Giddy kind of scores. Like, they just don't have any back down in them, and I love it. They, they and just, Lou Dort can go for 30 any night, too. Like, that guy's a microwave at times. It's I'll, I'll take Oklahoma City plus the points because Sacramento has – has been really bad. And and I don't think Oklahoma City at this point is that much worse if De'Aaron Fox sits. I, I really don't. Like, no. I just – I mean, I, I do if it peak Fox, but – The reason that the line is so big is I just think it's the spot. Like, I think probably it should be Sacramento, like, at most five and a half, right? No, for sure, the back-to-backs factored in it. And, yeah. and on top of that, I think you look – they played Monday – no, yeah, it's the third game in four nights. It's just the third game in four nights. It's a tough spot for them. Um, but that's how it goes. Um, definitely leaning Kings, though. Or, sorry, Thunder. But I understand what you're saying with the spot. Next game, Bucks and Blazers. Uh, books are all over this one. I, I think this is a spot you'd look at the Bucks. Um, and, and, you know, I watched a little bit of that game um, with, the, with the Blazers. And the Blazers look against the Thunder. Blazers just look lifeless, bro. It's like I thought that the revenge game would still come into play, but they just looked lifeless. Like they were like, all right, that trade signaled the white flag. 
and they just did not come focused. So I, I don't know. Usually after a, a loss like that, you come focused, but I don't even think the books are expecting that. Ten and a half on the road is a huge, huge number, and the books are just – they got it covered. I, I wanted to hit the bucks, but ten and a half is ridiculous. You know, you could be up 18 in the fourth and not cover that. So, I mean, you could be up 18 and not cover minus four, but, you know. I mean, no way in hell are you hitting Portland here. I think that's what we're going to say. There's not a shot. If this line was – like, honestly, if this line was 14, I don't even think I'd hit Portland. Dude, I know. I was going to say – like, I, I don't – you'd have to make this line like 17 or 18 for me to have to hit Portland. And I just think you if you're going to play this game, you got to take Milwaukee, man. They're just so much better. Portland is so run down right now. They just lost two very, like, capable players off a team that is – Couldn't afford to lose. Leveling to begin with. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Tony Snell, C.J. Ellaby, Tradon Walk, right – it, it it is going to be a mess in Portland, and then you have you go on the other side. It's a fully healthy Milwaukee Bucks team. Like, yeah. I mean, outside of George Hill and Brook Lopez, like it's a fully it's a it's a roster that rolls people. Dude, this Milwaukee Bucks team, I know they haven't really as of late, um, and I know they lost that game to Denver pretty handily. But this is a team that rolls people, man. And this is just, I get it. I mean, you look at the last game, right? the last game was tied in the fourth quarter and they still won by 14, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's just too many 48 minutes is too many minutes to hope that the Blazers can, the Blazers, you know, like it. I mean, it, dude, it who is guard Giannis? Nurkic, bro. I mean, they are, Giannis is going to have 40, 50 and 50. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, I lean bucks. I honestly, if you wanted to parlay like Bucks first half and Suns first half, I wouldn't be mad at you. Um, but it's just weird. I hate I hate the, the the prediction game of bad teams where it's like, are they going to keep being bad or are they going to have their breakout? Are they going to keep being bad or are they going to have their breakout? Because the breakout does come, um, but I, I don't know that it comes today. So that is where we're at on the spreads. I got the Magic as a heavy lean at plus eight and a half. I have locked in Suns. First half minus four and a half, again, off a loss, auto bet them. And I'm leaning the Lakers pretty damn hard. Uh, I, I like the Thunder. I'm a little further away. on I'm locking that. Uh, but like the Thunder. And that's really – that's where I'm at today. How, how are you seeing this? This is a pretty tricky slate. I don't know if it's because – It's not been, the easiest, yeah. I don't know if it's because I've been gone for a little while. But this is just it, – it's a lot of really tricky spreads here where you can kind of make arguments for both sides. But – they look really good. Like Milwaukee minus 10 and a half looks really, really good to me at first glance, but it scares me. Like Oklahoma City plus seven, plus six and a half looks really good to me at first glance, but Sacramento's in a nice spot and it really scares me. But yeah, um, yeah I, I lean Phoenix here. I lean Charlotte, especially if PJ Tucker sits. If he, if he were to be ruled in, I full stay away. Laker game scares me. If I have to choose a side, though, I'm taking Lakers, man. Anthony Davis is a difference here, and they're going to be fired up after that last loss. You I lose to the get Clippers. back on the Lakers train, bro. I was it was yeah, a thriller you, against the Blazers. I you lose to the Clippers in that way, man. Lakers, what am I saying? Lakers aren't losing this game. No, they're not losing this game. Lakers are winning it by more than two. Wow. 
I'm calling it right now. I'm with you, bro. I gotta believe I'm with you. I gotta take a stand with my Lakers. The first day Sarge likes the Lakers, you gotta ride with the Lakers. I'm I, I'm on it, bro. I, I really don't think this Knicks team is good. And they have random bursts, but I don't think today's the day. I, I really think the Lakers off of a loss are this is a game they get. They get this they one. They miss Derrick Rose so much, and it's so Derek weird Rose. to say that. Like they miss Derrick Rose so much. It's insane. Derek Rose. Derrick Rose, if he didn't get hurt, the Knicks would have won three to four more games by now. I'm not even joking. They'd probably be over 500. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tough props today, bro. I got I got really – unless I'm missing some, maybe uh, – okay, let me take a look. Dinwiddie does eat without Beal. Uh, had a triple-double last game. So, if it's, you know, 28-and-a-half, 29-and-a-half, maybe 30-and-a-half, you consider it. 26 and a half. I think that's low. Or sorry, 25 and a half. I think it's that low because I don't like props against the Suns. I don't. Your blowout here is sketchy. Yeah. And the defense is just good, you know? Yeah. Dude, Devin Booker does not get enough credit for his defense, bro. That dude is like. Really? Oh. Like, he's turned himself into a good defender. Like, to me, it's past good defender. Like, Half a defense is effort. That dude puts so much effort into his defense. And on top of that, like, he can defend, man. Like, he's he, he takes pride in playing off ball defense. And when he's on ball, dude, he picks up from half court. Like, good guards. I love watching him D up, too. Yeah, no. Little Devin Booker defense shout out, for sure. That's, I mean, and that's a huge part of why you see the Suns have the success that they've had. Um but I, I like Dinwiddie over 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. It is just very sketchy against the Phoenix Suns. You'd want it to be against someone else. Um, keep coming through these games, bro. Let me know if you see. Yeah, what's, what are AD's rebounds at? I was, I was about to go to AD. Um, I would guess 11 and a half, 10 and a half. But dude is a monster. I think that would be a, a tad bit too low, to be honest. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Nine and a half. Oh, I love that. Minus 130. But Minus 130 is tough, but I think but look, nine and a half is just too low. 17 boards in the last game. 15 boards in the game before that. That Atlanta game, he only had five boards, but everyone was making every single shot. Game yeah, of was- 12 and a half. Lock that up. Philly, he had – and that's the thing, too. When they play good bigs – and Mitch Robinson's a good big that plays a lot of minutes. If it's not him, it's going to be New Orleans. They're not going to play Julius Randle at the five against the Lakers. You can't do that. You're going to get smoked. He's going to play a ton of center. And I just watched it last game. I know the Clippers are are a different story when it comes to center, but he grabs a ton of rebounds, and he plays a lot in the paint, especially with Mitch Rob down there, dude. He's going to be in the paint a lot grabbing rebounds. And he's a monster on the offensive glass, like an absolute monster. In that Clippers game, we probably had five, four or five of them where, like, if we, if we didn't have those O-boards in that crunch time, like, no, it wouldn't be close. I, I really like over two. nine and a half. I already locked it. I already locked it. Over nine and a half. Give me that. Uh, it's just been – he's just been an absolute monster. The only thing you have to worry about is uh, fucking injuries. Heads and here's the thing. You, you might get a Dwight Howard starting, and if that happens, I don't care because what has happened when Dwight Howard starts against Biggs, we pull him out in four minutes because he sucks. 
And then Stanley Johnson starts for him in the second half because he sucks. Like, you just can't play Dwight Howard at this point. So even if he starts, I wouldn't be scared off of it. Uh, even if the number goes lower because of that, I would grab it again at a lower number, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'm at nine and a half, bro. I don't think it'll go down. Honestly, props usually just go up, but I already grabbed it. Minus 130. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony Davis double-double props. If it's at nine and a half, the rebounds, man, I like that's. I mean, it's probably, yeah, it's probably the same, but I don't get double-double props. I get triple-double props here and there. Um, but no double double props. Um, dude, Anthony Davis's rebound rate without LeBron James, his defensive rebound rate is twenty two percent. Man, yeah, I'm on it, bro. I'm absolutely on it. Any other things you like? It's really a tough day for props. I I think that's all I'm on. We can go out to Orlando, Memphis, if you got anything. I'm just scanning through right here. Kuzma props are interesting again, but. The, the Phoenix thing, it's really yeah. scary. And it's hot. It's hot. I mean, again, it's lower because it's Phoenix, but it's still uh, 31 and a half. Yeah, that's insane. That's like the same. What did you hit it at last time? 32 and a half when it didn't hit? No deal. He, he scored 32, I think. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough spread. I'd stay away from that one, too. And even Dinwiddie at 26 scares me, man. I, I don't – yeah, I, just, I, I don't like believe a little bit more offense enough because you have to score still at 26 and a half. And he shot like four for 17 or something last game. I'd have to pull it up to you, maybe four for 18. It would, it was really bad. Like he just not a great triple score. double though, bro. So it's automatically a good game. Yeah, that's how it works nowadays, <laughs> bro. I'm just gonna make sure you're not slandering for no reason. No, four of 16. If but, Fox I mean, misses, that's just, I would, huh. if Fox misses, I like Davy on props. Yeah, my book doesn't have him up, but let me check. Because he's just getting more and more confident, and I've watched a couple of the games. He's just – I feel like they'd be really low on a guy like him, and he's going to play a ton of minutes. He's not necessarily blowout proof, but against OKC, if they're up by like 10 or 12 or 15 – I like, think he's blowout proof. They're going to keep running him, man. They want to give him minutes. They're going to rest Tyrese, especially with his injury history. I don't think Davion's the one to go to the bench. Yeah, no, I got I got no uh, props on Davion, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. um, but I think we got I think we ended up going through and finding some plays. So um, for me, lock the Suns minus four and a half first half. Lock AD over nine and a half boards, um, and the Lakers just moved down to minus two. So and Thunder up to plus seven, and Magic to eight and a half. So I got some thinking to do, but Magic, Thunder. Lakers. I'm probably going to be on some combination of those two. Next thing you know, it's we got three, four plays on a Saturday, and we're locked yeah. in. Here we go. I love that AD play. That's by far my favorite play of the day. Nine and a half is much too low. The dude just came off 17 rebounds. I would have put it at 11 and a half, honestly. Yeah. I would have put it at 11 and a half, 12. If we were like, bookmakers, Caleb and Sarge. If you, told, if you said give me a number of his rebounds, I think he's getting 12 rebounds tonight. Like, I think that's a great number. Like, I think lowest he gets is 11. You know, yeah, and again, it's foul trouble or injuries. We get through that, he's getting 10 rebounds. He's getting 10 rebounds. Will, will he be in the locker room at halftime? Probably it's minus 130, minus, right? Now. Like he'll be yeah. in the locker room at he very well. Could be, but he, he is. You were right. I saw that one time for, for as much shit as he gets because he does get injured a lot. The man does fire back into the game. I, I one time I saw him break his ankle and I was like, all right, that's a couple of weeks, and he 
flew back in. And you yeah, my joke there is he has a season-ending injury every other game. And, and then he's just back. So he's back in. As long as he flies back in, we're good. Thank you for joining us, Sarji. Thank you for listening, guys. Sarge and I will be back tomorrow. Uh, I don't think we have a ton, but we it's more than like three, right? Well, there's a good amount of games tomorrow because yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. That's got a lot of guys going tomorrow. That's why I know there's a lot of games. Yeah, are you, you should be good against. You put a hundred up with Luca and Dwight Powell. Hundred from them. Those yep. two. Yep, he's Luca keeping him afloat. Imagine if he had KD over there. All right, guys. Thank you. Sergeant and I will be back tomorrow. Good luck with whatever you play. Talk to you soon. Peace.